Let's move on in our outline, allowing scripture to explain and support scripture. We uh, just finished the section, we seek the Lord for understanding, and often what the Lord does is reveals understanding by showing us more scripture. Scripture supports scripture. Scripture comments on scripture. Let's look at Romans 15, 9, the Gentiles, that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy as it is written. And there it is, as it is written. And then a quote from the Old Testament, for this reason, I will confess you among the Gentiles and sing to your name. A quote brought right into the picture, right out of the Old Testament. There it is, scripture supporting and explaining scripture. So that's typically the way uh, the Lord works in his word. He lets scripture explain scripture. Here he's quoting 2 Samuel 22 and Psalm 18, right there in the book of Romans. That's Paul. That's what he does. That's how the Lord works. Let's look at a couple more examples. Romans 15, 10. And again, he says, rejoice, O Gentiles, with this people, verse 11. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Laud him, all you peoples. And again, Isaiah says, there shall be a root of Jesse, and he who shall rise to reign over the Gentiles, in him the Gentiles shall hope. And so, here in the New Testament, we're talking about Jesus going to reach not only the Jews, but the Gentiles, that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. Well, he spoke of this in the Old Testament, time and time again. In the Old Testament scriptures, brought to bear the understanding here in the New Testament. Here it is, Romans 15, 20. Uh, and so I made it my aim to preach the gospel, not where Christ was named, lest I should build on another man's foundation, but as it is written, to whom he was not announced, to, they shall see, and those who have not heard shall understand. Again, uh, Paul's desire not just to be building where others have been building, but to get out there where they haven't heard is explained by this Old Testament scripture. So. Just given some examples typical of the Word of God, how Scripture explains Scripture. And that's an insight how we can handle the Word of God. Do it His way, the way the apostles, the prophets handled it, the way they were teaching it. They were bringing other Scriptures to bear on the subject. And that's how we call correlation. Let's correlate Scriptures throughout the Word and see how the Bible clarifies a certain subject. I think it's healthy. And I think that's what is a healthy topical study. I know we think verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book means we don't deviate uh, from those passages of scripture. No, that's not true at all. A lot of times what we do is we pause and we look at what the entire counsel of God says on that subject, and a lot of scripture elaborating on scripture. That's how the Bible does it. It's not this uh, technique that man came up with, or some principle in teaching, or hey, let's try this. That's how it happens in the Word of God, allowing scripture to explain and support scripture. Let's take a look at 1 Corinthians now. 1 Corinthians, a few verses throughout 1 Corinthians. Starting with chapter 1, verse 19, the message of the cross. 
Uh, well, verse 18, foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God for it is written. I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. And so the wise world looks on at the message we have of the cross and uh, this Jesus 2,000 years ago died on the cross, brought us freedom from guilt and shame and judgment and death. And that sophisticated, wise, so-called wise in the world's eyes, world around us, look at the message of the cross and say it's foolish. But to us who are being saved, sanctified, it is the power of God. It is what delivered us from the bondage of sin and death. And so to elaborate, Paul, on what God explains more fully in the Old Testament, it is written, Isaiah 29, 14, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. As the world thinks they're so wise, I'll destroy that wisdom. Show them how useless it is. Bring it to nothing. The understanding of the prudent. They think the cross is foolish. I shall show them that the wisdom of God, their foolish, their philosophy in the wisdom of God, their, their philosophy is foolish. And so scripture here explains scripture. Look at verse 31 in First Corinthians chapter 1. As it is written, he who glories or boasts, let him glory in the Lord. Elaborating on verse 30 a little bit further that, you know, the Father, you are in Christ who became for us the wisdom of God, the righteousness and sanctification and redemption uh, that fits uh, God's doing it. Uh, Christ became for us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification. It relates to the scripture. I mean, in other words, hey, if you want to boast, boast in the Lord. Don't boast on the great position you've developed or you found or you accomplished or you built in the Lord. It's about his work in you. He who glories boasts, but let him boast and glory in the Lord. Um, it's Jesus for us. It's the wisdom of God. It's a, it, it, That's what's being spoken of in these passages. So if you go on, boast in the Lord. And it's scripture explains scripture. And you see that throughout Corinthians chapter uh, chapter 2. Here, verse 9, um, the context is, the great rulers of the world were unwise. And um, if they knew so much, why'd they kill Jesus? <laughs> if they're so smart, why'd they kill God the Son? If they knew so much, you know, why'd they betray and murder and lie about the one who created them and came to die for them? That's kind of what verse 9 is saying. It is written, eye is not seen, ear is not, uh, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man things which God prepared for those who love him. So God's ways are great and far beyond the wise of this age. God um, himself reveals it to that truth to us. And even uh, chapter 2, verse 16 says this, For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? Just another Bible quote Paul uses to make a point to the Corinthians and that's, you know, we could look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 19 and 20. Just a typical approach by God in the word of God to use the word of God to explain and support scripture. That's, that's kind of what we're trying to look at here. These are just a few verses. 
you can study them further, more in depth. Take your time. Take a look at them. I'm just kind of stirring you up by way of reminder that this is how God works. Therefore, it's a good way uh, for us to model our teaching. Okay, we're going to go ahead and conclude here with this final discussion on teaching the whole Bible, teaching it expositionally, teaching verse by verse, book by book. We cannot conclude our study without talking about how do we then do a topical teaching. And I think it's really interesting or important, I should say. We don't want to uh, misunderstand this because the the problem with topical teaching, what we have found and why we uh, want to clarify it is because people can typically uh, use a springboard uh, approach, jump off the scripture and go swim anywhere with a, a subject that they want to talk about that has nothing to do with the scripture. That's what's called eisegesis is we're reading into the scripture or we're not even digging into the scripture. And so that's what we want to stay away from. However, you can teach through the Bible and pause and 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 validly uh, dig into a topic by correlating scripture after scripture. That's the way the Bible does it. That's how we do it as Calvary Chapel Ministries. We do topicals all the time. Just because we say verse by verse doesn't mean we don't pause and have topics and have series and things like that. We just do not prefer we're we're we kind of have a consistency of verse by verse through the Bible, and we don't like to do these springboard eisegesis type topical teachings. That gets a bad name. But when we preach the whole Bible from start to end, we do topical studies all the time. Chuck did it all the time. Every Sunday he did that. Sort of. I mean, he was expositionally teaching through the Bible on Sunday evenings. He would take a section of scripture and just slow down and teach on one verse uh, or two or three verses on Sunday morning. Not necessarily topical. It just kind of was uh, he chose a topic or a key verse out of the Sunday evening exposition. And then even Wednesday evening, he did a deep dive, almost a word for word teaching. I remember uh, listening, you know, I used to go to Costa Mesa uh, and teach the Bible college there. And when I was there, I'd go to the tape lending library. That's when they had cassette tapes and they had these drawers in the uh, uh, chapel uh, bookstore. And they had all these drawers uh, with, um, you know, you'd pull the drawers out and they'd have lending tape, a lending library. And you could check out thousands of tapes to choose from. And I never forget grabbing uh, tapes for first John. I was going to teach on first John and Chuck, these were the Wednesday night first John tapes that I loved them because he'd go word for word. You know, he'd start with the word Paul and then he'd talk for Paul in an hour. Then the next tape, you know, uh, he would just, that was in Romans or in just in first John, you would get such an in-depth study. And so there's ways of doing uh, topical teaching, but you're still going through the Bible. I hope that makes sense. And we see that in Acts. We see that in the Word of God. We see that in the book of Acts and in the book of Romans. 
uh, end in the book of Hebrews. Uh, just to touch on those real quick, and then we'll wrap this up, and then we'll move on to our next episode of the podcast, our next section uh, in our course. But uh, Acts uh, 13, Romans 3, and then uh, and then Hebrews chapter 1. Uh, let's look at Acts 13, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and then you get scripture after scripture, Acts 13, 30 through 39 on the prophecies, promises, uh, the certainty of the Messiah being crucified, being raised from the dead, prophets, Psalms, so forth, kind of a topical teaching right there in the book of Acts. How about Romans? Paul did that. Uh, scripture here uh, as a topical biblical teaching, and we see that right here in Romans 3, 9 through 20. It's just a place where you can go take a look at um, as well. Romans 3, kind of a biblical topical message, most mostly there in, let's see, verses 10 through 18, one quote after another, different parts of the Old Testament. Romans 4, same thing, a lot about the saints of old, how they were justified. You go through Romans 4, entire verses quoted uh, to make the point right out of the Old Testament, little phrases and so forth, even the entire verse, well, half the verse of uh, uh, verse 17, Old Testament quote. So it's kind of topical teaching, just scattered portions of the Old Testament to build a topic. One more example, Hebrews chapter 1, uh, verses 1 to 14, pretty a strong example of Old Testament topical messages in the New, uh, especially verse 4 being, you know, we know where Hebrews is going, Jesus becoming so much better than the angels the excellent name of Jesus and uh, more excellent than the angels. Um, and then, you know, there's 15 or more verses quoted from the Old Testament. And so kind of talking about insight on angelic creatures and their purpose and their calling and, and the promise about the son of God and, and uh, who he would be and how much more excellent he would be. So just some quick examples that I wanted to make sure we um, uh, we touched on before we before we wrap this up, uh, and that's really what what we're doing here in this course is we're doing these topical, uh, you know, uh, passages. We're taking a look at the scripture, and we're we're teaching the whole counsel of God as. Uh, expositors, but we do the topical as well. Well, let's wrap up with this, that the Lord would give us a heart, a vision, a passion to take the whole counsel of God <laughs> wherever we go around the world and then take it to others, take it into our own lives. And uh, that's what the scripture teaches. That's what we've just seen. We've taken several hours in this. God bless you. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.